Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behavior, sleep, and more. Sometimes you feel like everything is being pooed on. You have poo in the nappy, poo coming out of the nappy on your hands and clothes. Maybe, if you're unlucky, even on the walls. But how do you know when your baby or toddler's surprise explosions become cause for concern? Diane Zalitis is a midwife and clinical lead of Pregnancy, Birth and Baby, a national Australian government service providing support and information for expecting parents and parents of children from birth to five years of age. Hi, Diane. How are you? I'm very well, Siobhan. Thank you. Always nice to talk about poo. (laughs) It is, isn't it, really? (laughs) So um, let's start at the very beginning Mm -hmm. because a lot of interesting things happen there. What can parents-to-be expect from their baby's first poo? Well, the first poo is often quite a surprise for parents. It's a a delightful licorice-type colour. I guess if you want to compare it to food, which I'm sure you probably don't, but (laughs) um, almost like liquid licorice. It's this dark green black. It's really... Tar- and sticky, tarry and sticky. So when you go to get that off your baby's bottom, it's it's a little bit like glue. And a lot of it. It's surprising, actually, how and much comes out. why is it that colour? It's a build-up of um, waste products within um, the baby's gut and mostly to do with um, bilirubin breakdown of the red blood cells. So, um, yeah, so, and of course, none of that comes out until they're actually born. So that uh-huh. accumulation. Hmm. Okay, so what about the first six weeks of life? So, that, I mean, it changes quite quickly. So the first couple of days, that first poo lasts for, for well, if you're fortunate, it's only one, but they can be a couple. And then the, as the baby starts to feed, breast or formula feed, the colour of that changes through a, a brownie colour. If your baby is breastfed, then it will go to like a yellow mustard type colour. If you continue on formula, it can be a brownie green colour. So um, it always has a little, there's quite a colour palette, which is why we developed our infographic of baby poo colour palettes Yeah, that happen in that time. And does, uh, you just mentioned that breast or formula milk can change the colour. Mm-hmm. Is that an indication of how their gut health's going? Does it make any difference if it's formula or breast milk? Look, no, well, um, breast milk comes with its own um, prebiotics and probiotics within the milk. So breast milk is living. So it has living organisms within it. So, But um, the colour of a baby's poo when they're formula fed is more related to the fact that there's a lot of iron in the formula, that that gives it that greenish colour. It's not really an indication of how healthy their tummy is, their gut is. Um, formula, again, is also still quite fine for their, for, their, for their little tummy, so you don't need to give them anything else to kind of top up their gut health. Um, and you, But you will see differences. So breastfed baby's poo is generally that yellowy mustard colour, but they don't necessarily have to poo every day. A breastfed baby might poo every nappy. They might not. They might poo every couple of days or they can go a whole week. Um, of course, the longer they wait, the more will happen at the time. <laughs> um, and for parents who've experienced it, I think there is a thing that's called a poonami. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think every parent has had a poonami. Is that less likely to happen if they're formula fed? Less likely, yes. They tend to um, poo every day or so. They're still, it's still a soft um, stool, like toothpaste type consistency. Yep. 
Um, but yeah, generally, if it, and the thing, really important thing with formula is to follow the instructions on the tin so you make it up correctly. So not giving too much water or too little water, too much of the actual powder or too little, and that will that will influence whether or not they're constipated or not. And when you mention the range of colour palette, is there ever a time in that period where a baby's poo will be green again or is it just at that start? It um, Well, if your baby is breastfed, there can sometimes be sort of a brownie to green colour colour range within that. And and when you if you start to introduce formula, so when you go from being exclusively breastfed to starting to add in some formula, you'll get colour change. But also when you're adding in solids, there'll be a colour oh, change. Oh, solids. <laughs> it's all in a word. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yes. I reckon it was only after I started solids that I thought to myself, you know, breastfed baby poo was quite a nice scent. Like it's quite a sweet, milkshakey smell. Yes, yes, yes. Quite not, palatable, if you like. Yes, not quite after solids, is it? No, it becomes a little more grown up, really, I think is the best way it to describe it. It is a shock. It is such yes, a shock, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes, it is. So just more grown up, is it... Uh, <laughs> In colour range, should we be thinking about that as well? It will become more like the normal grown-up colour range as your baby progresses through their solid inch and age. So um, when you first start solids, at between that four to six months, it's only a tiny wee bit. But by the time they're over at 12 months, you know, that's the bulk of their food. So you're going it to – it's, it's incremental. Yes. It is insane yes. what small babies can poo. Like, yes. And toddlers, you think, but hold on a minute, you are not an adult. And yet. <laughs> Here it comes. Oh, it my just goodness. Like it. Yes. Yes. Um, so is there anything, when it comes to, um, I guess, when we're talking about poo, we're also talking about digestion mm-hmm. and um, ease of digestion. Is there anything babies under five or toddlers, you know, as they get older, should not be eating to avoid those sorts of tummy upsets that can result in diarrhea or constipation? I guess one of the first things to remember is your food handling and your hand hygiene. So it's really not so much the food, it's how it's prepared. So the same risk for food poisoning and contamination is is the same for your toddler as you as an adult. So you want to be careful with those kind of foods. Um, And the best thing with your kids, I guess, is is to um, try them on lots of things and really try and broaden their palate. But children are very individual. Some will and they'll like things and then they'll stop liking things and they'll be fussy or they won't be fussy. So it's kind of go with the flow. Um, under 12 months, so it's really important with um, when you're making up formula or when you're introducing water after six months that it's cooled, boiled water, not just straight tap water because of the um, risk of a, tum- a gut sort of upset from that. Over 12 months, so they can have tap water, cow's milk, and it's it's really just about cooking food properly, making sure that it's fresh. All the things that you would do, not mixing your chopping board. So if your chopping board you'll have for raw, more meats and chicken is not the same chopping board for your vegetables. And that's yep. how you stop cross-contamination. Basic hygiene. But little yeah. ones can often complain of having sore tummies, can't they? And it's really hard to know what is actually going on. Yeah, what is going on with them? Is it? Is it? Oh, and, and I guess what some children may have foods that they don't like that upset them. So if you're introducing things at a time, then you'll know if it's something that your child that disagrees with your child and then just hold it off. Give them a few days or a week. Try it again, see if it happens again. Yeah. What... Who concerns or misconceptions do you hear about most from parents? It's the constipation. 
kind of thing is the one that, that we get so many calls to our pregnancy, birth and baby helpline from parents who are worried when their baby hasn't pooed for a few days. Are they constipated? And also babies will grunt and groan and go red in their face and make all sorts of straining efforts to poo, which is perfectly normal. It's a, a lot to do with their muscle or lack thereof of muscle tone. It doesn't mean they're constipated. And the time, there can be a few days, particularly with breastfed babies and even with formula. As long as their poo is not hard and pebbly, like little like rabbit poo, that that's constipated poo. But if it's a normal consistency toothpaste like then it then they're fine. But people are, are, really do worry about that. And the same with diarrhea. Again, um, breastfed babies' poo can be quite loose. And as an adult, you would look at that and go, "Well, if I had that, I've got diarrhea." But it's your baby doesn't have diarrhea. It's perfectly normal. If it's really watery and it may have if it's got blood in it if it's got mucus in it and there are other signs that they're unwell they're off their food or they're feverish usually with things like diarrhea there's another infection going on and they're otherwise looking unwell you mentioned there that babies can um scrunch up their face and look Mm. like they're you know in pain Mm. and sometimes i know with my kids i thought i wonder if they've got wind Mm -hmm. if you suspect that's the problem I don't know how you tell, but if you suspect that's the problem, is there a way of helping them? I mean, I I remember someone once saying, um, you hold them on their tummy on your arm Mm -hmm. and that can relieve the pain. Is that something you... For for little babies, that's really helpful because your forearm puts pressure across their stomach. So it just helps with that. The other thing that's really helpful is um, while they're awake, um, lying on their back and then you hold their little legs and bend them up sort of to ease that pressure and you can do a little tummy massage it goes in the direction of your bowel so you start on their right side across their tummies just gentle stroking um, and then prepare yourself for when they pass wind because <laughs> the smell of that will be spectacular but that's what they want and the same in a bath a warm bath I think you know not that I want to give away too many personal secrets, but there's nothing like a warm bath to relax your muscles and release that wind pressure if it's there for them to pass it that way. Yeah, yeah. fabulous. So what's the best course of action if parents are concerned about their baby's poo? The first the first person to contact is either their child and family health nurse. They can ring pregnancy, birth and baby. Our maternal child health nurses are there seven days a week, 7 a.m. till midnight. So a little bit more access than you might get to. And they'll let you know whether they think it's normal or not, and if it, then if it's not, then it's off to see your GP. It's really important not to give your babies any medications for constipation or diarrhea until you've actually had that confirmed. That's what it is, because they're not good for general use when it's not the problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, what we'll do is we'll put the number for pregnancy, birth, and mm. baby on the notes of this episode and mm-hmm. also a link to the website. To the website. We have a lot of contact. We we also run Facebook forums and only um, a week ago we had a Facebook forum on baby poo so there may well be lots of questions there that you're dying to ask that have been answered. <laughs> so we're quite specific on ages and feeding and, and the bits and pieces so please go and have a read of that. Fantastic. <laughs> you can never have too much conversation about poo no, when you you're cannot. a parent. You <laughs> <laughs> Diane, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Siobhan. Thank you. That's Diane Zalitas. She is a midwife and clinical lead of pregnancy, birth and baby. As I mentioned, we'll pop those links in the notes of this episode, along with the national phone number that you can call. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced by Debbie Ning and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. We'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.